whammo. Here we are. It's episode five of the Farm Employment Files. It's me, Dutch, along with the uh, the Reggie Rembert of regenerative farming. We're here to talk about farming and farming only. That's the only <laughs> thing we talk about on this show, you sons of bitches. So if you got something else in mind, you can kiss them grits, because all we're talking about is farming, baby. So what do you know about farming, John, huh? Um, I know that uh, there's absolutely no fucking way we could support this many people on this planet without it. <laughs> I think that might fall into the no shit category. Well, that's that's the knowledge category. Yeah. Um, Everything else is speculation. That's true. Unless there were people growing food, like hunting and gathering wouldn't, wouldn't oh, fuck work. No. Growing food, growing animals. Fuck no. Just it'd, hunting and gathering, especially this many fucking people. It'd be an ecocide. It'd be you'd be war. You'd have to war with people. It, well, let's just say the population would self-regulate. You know what I think we ought to do? Hear me out. I think we ought to... Get all of the Jews together. No, see, I wasn't going to... up. I wasn't going to specify... And the gays and the blacks. <laughs> wow. You sound like a guy that was sending me uh, messages earlier. <laughs> I made an anti-murder Facebook post yesterday, and people are really attacking me. <sighs> so brave. I mean... Hey, well... Somebody, you know, I mean, it was time. Nowadays, it's like you know, it's like there were certain times that things had to happen. Yeah. It was like Magna Carta, yeah. Rosa, Rosa Parks. Yeah. Now this. Everybody moved to the back of the bus. Now this. Now you know I'm going to come out. I, earlier this year, I came out anti-slavery. Now, which that I, was brave, but that, that was, was and that was so brave, but it wasn't yeah. so so brave. But people, people love murder, and people do it all the time. Every day, there's there's murder, 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 murder. That's there's good. even a there's even a um a rap album or a rap label called Murder Inc. And it's just it just pisses me off that that people just won't wake up to the fact that murder is wrong. I mean, I mean and how I mean how I mean it's like it's like it's like carrying a load of bricks on your shoulders being this woke. Yes. It's in a culture it's that's the, it's isn't it the myth of Sisyphus, the kid that pushed the uh pushes the rock up the, the hill rock up and the falls hill down and, and that's his only the thing. The letter side and then he goes to the letter side and pushes that's it. That's what it's like, man. It's it, um I compare it to salmon swimming upstream. Except that you don't even get to breed. Yeah, at the end I don't get to jizz on a you bunch even, of eggs. You don't even get to have any babies. You yeah, just, no. See, I'm just swimming. I'm lessening my my chances of having sex by coming out against murder. Women love murder. Yeah, it's like you you just cut your dating pool like by like at least 80%. I know. I know. It's like being a goddamn libertarian or something. <laughs> Those retards. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you want to cut the dating pool for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the friend pool, the dating pool. Speak out against the government. <laughs> oh, no. Girls don't like that shit. because yeah, half of them are supported by it. Hey-oh! Oh! <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I really... Half of the men are, too. Well, yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm anti-murder. I'm going to start lobbying that they make laws against it. Are we? I mean, are we in danger of being censored? For you saying that, dude, I don't know. If we were bigger, you would. There's no way that shit would fly. Like if this was YouTube, 
Oh no, he'd be cut. If this was YouTube, we'd be we would definitely. You can't just come out as anti-murder on YouTube or Facebook. No, they would definitely. The, the big tech giants, they're they are in the pocket. A big murder. A big murder. Yeah, big murder. They control everything around. You know, it sounds like a joke, but it's actually kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> big murder. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> if this were if this if were I was a rapper, if this were a pillow uh, pillow fort episode, that would be a, a title. We'll talk candidate. about it again tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. or, uh, whenever mur- we record. <laughs> Big murder. Yeah, we can we can uh, <laughs> we can cross over bits. I don't really give a shit. Big pharma. <laughs> Big murder. The, mil- the, the, the murder industrial complex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big tobacco, <laughs> big pharma, big murder. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of like <laughs> it's kind of all those it's, things. It's kind of true, yeah. <laughs> oh man, god damn it! Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, I got this farm right, and that's what we're supposed to. That's the only thing we're supposed. That's to the only thing we talk about on this show is the farm, um, because there's so much going on. Because it's, I've got I've got like so much community support for what I'm doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that I can't keep up with the demand because people are just beating down my door for all these products that they pretend to, that they virtue signal about wanting, yeah. and then they don't actually ever buy. So it's like I'm so busy not producing the things that people aren't demanding that um, you know there's just like pay, like like the, the, my door is kind of broken and I need to. I need to fix the framing of it so that it closes properly. Like my front door, and I've got a free-ranging sow with five piglets right now, and she's learned that she can. There's like feed in the right by the front door, and she's learned. So I have to like I have to take an axe and wedge the door shut. A little bit sneaky, huh? Because she's starting to figure out how to open the door and get in there. Uh, what a weasel! And they've also figured out how to. They've weaseled under the garden fence, so they're getting into the garden area, which doesn't matter to me because I didn't do any gardening this year. But there's goodies in there for them, so they're weaseling in there. And eating all the the volunteer vegetables and shit. Do you have a guy like I don't know if you're adept at fixing like door frames or anything. I'm I know I'm not. I can fix anything made out of wood if I try. I used to have a guy that I would pay in beer to do stuff. I've I've, I've actually like where I you know where I uh, inherited like thirteen houses and I mean I was pretty good at, at handyman stuff before, but then like when it's like I'm trying to save money here for my family. You know what I mean, and 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 keep costs low, and and you know this is my. A lot job. of people don't know, but you got you got eleven kids. This is my job is to take care of these properties and keep you know keep them keep it as cheap as possible. I learned how to fix. I already knew kind of how to fix stuff, but at my my level, my game stepped up on how to plumbing. My plumbing game stepped way up, but all those little things, little tricky things like that. There's a few areas I'm weak on. I'm weak on windows. I'm not very good at fixing windows, windows. Are tough. I was never good at windows. Yeah. Weak on um, windows, especially like if you're just trying to repair a pane of the window, or you're trying to mm-hmm. like replace an entire window. I'm a little little weak on electrical work. Mm-hmm. I can research it and feel okay about it, but it's just something you don't want to fuck with too hard. Oh, what else am I weak on? I'm weak on welding. I don't know how to weld. I know how to weld. Not well, but I can, well better than me. I can make things stick. But yeah, that's a, one of the great things about being a farmer is, and one of the worst things about it too is the whole jack of all trades thing. It's like if you're running this kind of like you're running this like little empire, and you can't exact, you can't just afford to call somebody to do your to run your, especially when you lines. need it now. Yeah, 
you need it today or whatever, and you can't necessarily call someone to do your electric whatever it all is. You you figure out how to make it work. Um, but uh, yeah, that 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 stays on topic somewhat. Yeah, figuring out how to make shit work. Yeah, but um, I don't know. It's been kind of um, it's been kind of an interesting fall. Like it hasn't really been, really hasn't been cold. It really hasn't gotten that cold. I mean, it's it feels like to me. It hasn't been wintry cold this week, like in the. I mean, I remember like low forties, winter thirteen, fourteen, and fourteen, fifteen. I remember it being in the negatives, getting down into the negatives in November. Really, I yeah. do not remember that, but I don't pay attention. I remember, shit. yeah, I remember. Well, maybe not negative. I remember it getting down to like seven in November, and I remember in October. I remember getting six inches of snow in October a couple of years ago, at least at my place. But I'm, I'm in a There's snow. a little bit of snow this morning, from what I remember. Yeah, if you were up, if you are up like towards Beckley or Shady Spring, there was an ice storm mm. a couple days ago. There was some shit. If you're up with people that were up higher, but I didn't get any of that. It was just wet this morning when I left for work. But there was snow on the there was snow on the ground in my. I house. did see some some cars that had snow on them as I was driving around. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, so yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been a pretty an e- a pretty easy fall for me. I really haven't been. Haven't been pushing myself. Got a lot of wood, wood split. I'm still coasting on stuff I, I I was prepared year before last. I haven't I haven't done any firewood work in in over a year because I'm just that well stocked up, and I've got more than I've got. I believe I have more than enough for this year for this printer. Impressive. Yeah, and I'm I haven't even fired my stove up yet because I've just been I've, I just run like a little one of those like slotted electric heaters like what you have here. Oh, they have the oil in them that circulates. Yeah, I bought I went ahead and bought a new one of those, and I've just been putting that right by the couch, and it's good enough for me. Yeah, my house is it's 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 fifty. You know, sometimes it gets down into like forty nine and gets kind of cold, but it's it's in the lower fifties all day and all night just with that one little space heater running, and that's fine for me and the dog. Yeah, well, I, the cat. I like it. I don't like it crazy cold, but it doesn't bother me at all if it's. Uh, I mean, you sit on the couch 50s, and you put a blanket on. You see, and you know you sweatpants. You, you put your you put your long johns on or whatever. I almost always have a dog sitting on my foot. As, yeah, or the cat comes and lays on me. It's really not that big a deal. I mean, it's just people are just so fucking soft. That's one thing I about not necessarily farming per se, but just homesteading. And trying to trying to be self sufficient, live live on the cheap, and like heat your whole house with wood and all that shit. It's like you just learn how much people take for granted. You know how how fucking easy our lives are. <laughs> it really makes me appreciate things like just electric heat or natural gas heat or um, electric stove or whatever or refrigeration, whatever it is. People uh, make fun of like rednecks, not even rednecks, but like preppers and and shit. Mm-hmm. But like whenever something goes wrong, the first person you're going to want is a redneck. Oh yeah, they'll laugh at you. They'll fucking ridicule the fuck out of you. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, I could go up there and stay with John. I bet. I bet I could stay up there with him, even though I talk shit about him his whole life." <laughs> no, you, no, you fucking can't. Did, I'm just going to tell you all right there, now. Have there been people that have, like, have uh, asked you if they, if they? Oh, all the time. All really? the fucking time. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a names. big thing. No, I don't. You can't even want. It's like <laughs> it's like picking a grain of sand on the beach. I can't think of any names because there's because everybody all said the names. Everybody. everybody. It's just like, well, you know what? We're coming. Bob and they make the joke. Ha 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 ha. We're no, we're coming. Stay with you and shit, man. 
No, you're not. <laughs> Actually, no, you're not. Actually, I'm at pretty much to the point where almost none of you, almost none of you who think that you're my friend are a candidate. You're not even fucking close. <laughs> not even Chuck. Especially not. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> it's a it's a short it's a sh- the list is getting shorter by the day of people that I will help. I mean, humanity is garbage. I agree, mostly, except for one guy, Donald Trump. He's oh my, my God. favorite. I, I mean, love him. Sexy. Grab him by the pussy. He's so wonderful. Sexy. <laughs> I mean, regardless of what your personal opinion of him is. If you like his... Uh, he's a natural... At- number one, he's a natural athlete. Natural athlete. Natural... He's a powerhouse, is what he is. Yeah, I mean, like, he's, he's deceptively strong. And he's also... I'm really rich. He's really rich. Mm. Yeah, he is really rich. He's got, got, that, he's got a, that weird dick that old Stormy was talking about. Yeah, but it's... But that's the thing, though. Girls love that shit. They like that short, fat... An eccentric dick? They love it. Short that short fat that they don't have to, you know. It's just curved in the right it's, way. It's not deep enough to like really hurt them, but it's fat enough to really fill them up. Yeah. <laughs> they like that shit. <laughs> they act like it's oh, it's funny that he has a funny dick. No, they're secretly they're going they're they're flipping their bean to that shit. Yep. Thinking about it. Ugh. I know I am. I do every night. I got that one picture of his feet. Do a cum treatment. I actually don't even bother to pull my pants down anymore. I just come right in. Oh, you just, give yourself an, a, just, and and then just, an OTP and just HJ? Li- and just sleep in it that way and then throw it in the wash the next day. Give yourself an OTP HJ. Yeah, just just a little, just rub it out. I'm not even really fully erect. because oh, oh. I'm so turned on that it's just like almost like a wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're talking about Trump. I mean. Let's be honest. I mean, see, most people won't say this. It's like it's like you coming out about murder. It's like yeah. most people won't admit how much they jack off to Donald Trump. I'd say when when I jack off, which is three times a week, two of those times are specifically about Donald Trump only, and sometimes an, an, like a bonus one. That's and that's a Trump the, bonus. The third time, if something special happens that week, the third time that I do it, he's involved, but it might might not be just him. Might be him and uh, Melania, maybe Melania, Ivanka, maybe Henry Kissinger. Um, because I love a warmonger. God, I love a warmonger. I know. I, that's the thing that gets me. Is like I hate Hillary Clinton, and I think mm-hmm. she's disgusting. But I love the way that she loves to kill people. I do. I know. <laughs> it's so cute. See, that's the difference between murder and war. If you declare war on another person. Uh, the, who am I to say? You mean like we did with Iraq, Afghanistan, yeah. Syria? We yeah. haven't declared, I'm joking. We haven't declared war on any of these countries. <laughs> we're just killing them. That's, <laughs> and that's what makes it legal. Because we're not at war. No, we declared war on terror. We declared war on an idea. G- Geneva <laughs> Convention, Geneva <laughs> Convention. You know how- if you want to system- systemically eradicate an entire people... All right. You don't just call it a war. No. It's an operation. You say... Desert freedom or something. You say, you know, threats to democracy, blah, blah, blah. State stability. They hate us for our freedom. The humanitarian crisis in the neighboring... They're part of the axis of evil. That's not a bad George W. Bush, huh? Pretty good. It's been a while since... Axis of evil. I could have done a better one about 10 years ago. Freedom. 
because it was still fresh. They hate us for our democracy. They hate us for our freedom. Boy, that guy was a fucking pimp. Who, Obama or uh, George? Oh, W. He really was. I mean, he came in there. I'll be out cutting brush at he, my farm. He knocked it down. You know, he set him up. He knocked him down. He took a lot of heat for all of the mistakes. And now everybody loves him. That the previous 40 presidents did. And yeah. everybody thinks he's adorable. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, so, I mean, he was bad, but he's so much better than Trump. It's like, how fucking short is your fucking memory? <laughs> Can you not read? Can you not, like, remember the things that you read? In, two, in you know, 2000 to 2008, did you, did you, did you have amnesia during that time? Was, the answer is yes, they did. Yeah. Just like they had amnesia from 2008 to 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except for different people that have it. Yeah, oh, exactly. they Well, some of the same. There's overlap. There is overlap, but I remember everybody, all my lefty friends, and back then, I, w- I would have considered myself a lefty um, during the uh, Bush administration. Yeah, I mean, I definitely Anti-war, was. anti-war, anti-war. Everybody's anti-war. Obama gets in, keeps doing the same things. Ram set up. This is, I mean. Ram set up. I mean, he did inherit it. Maybe maybe you should read a book. He actually ramped it up quite a bit, but I like the way that he speaks. And he's just so classy. It's so classy. The way way that he bombed those people with the drones instead of with the boots on the ground. That's classic. the thing. You can do all this. You can separate children from their families at the border. You can bomb people as long as you don't think about it. I like the way that he, like, you know. That he persecuted whistleblowers, he persecuted journalists that came after him. Um, I like the way that I mean that when that when someone would come into the press conference area in his house when he it was his house and would try to talk shit about him, he would just kick them out. And now, if Trump does that same thing, then it's like um, uh, all of a sudden being in the White House and asking the president questions is a basic human right. It is. A, pr- like a White you, House press pass is a human right. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> like, CNN has so many other reporters that are there at, at, uh, it's like, you know, at the press conferences. But no, Jim Acosta's got to be the one to be like, there so he can make it all about himself. Jim Acosta spent Veterans Day on Monday thanking himself for, for his service while looking in a mirror. Yeah, it's like... Uh it's like, you know, there are some countries where you go to question the leader of that country and ask them questions. You're not even allowed to do that first off. And if you are. If and, you ask the wrong question, and you, you're and dead. You, yeah, and you, don't, and you don't show a certain level of, like, respect and, like, give up the mic when it's your time to give up the mic. Let's just say that doesn't happen in some other countries. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, a, they're, be, a, they're a being. Big, a big no-no. They're being pretty lenient. <laughs> It's, I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's Hitler level fascism. I just. It doesn't feel like. Well, he Hitler, is literally Hitler. It doesn't feel quite like. I mean, I, I didn't. I wasn't alive during Nazi Germany, and I wasn't there. It, but it doesn't feel since people like to talk about how they feel a lot instead of you know reality. It doesn't feel like full level Nazi. You know Germany what Ben Shapiro me says? Facts don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. It doesn't. It, it doesn't feel like Nazi Germany, but. I just want to talk about it like it is, because it makes me feel better. It sure is sensational when you do. Yeah. It makes for a good story, and it creates a lot of buzz. I uh, I downloaded a bunch more um, sound effects. Oh, for you. That, that I'm excited to use. You got anything good? You got anything you want well, to Well, I downloaded a bunch of the same ones that I used to have. 
We got a. This one's new. Well, that one was on the the generic one that you had. It was, but I, I downloaded a new one. Uh, of course, this is a classic. The crickets. We use that a lot when Chuck talks. I can I can actually do that without the thing. It's a it's a uvular trill. Oh, you have two uvulas, and I have two uvulas. You have a dual uvulae. Yeah. If you ever make another album, it needs to be called Uvuli. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I got to play into something, some kind of something that makes me famous because you the, are fake news. Because it's my annoying. actual abilities aren't working. <laughs> That's a new one. The, you are fake news. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you are fake news. No, I didn't mean to hit that. Finish him. That's a pretty good one. Finish him. Yeah, boy. Whenever I'm talking about being lonely, I'll play this. Of course, this is a classic. This was from the first soundboard. (laughs) Of course, this one. I always like that one a lot. And then there's this one. Hello, darkness, my old friend. It's a fucking great song. It really is, dude. Just, just crazy. I mean, the disturbed version. There's many levels above Simon and Garfunkel. I thought that was. I thought that was what we were listening to. Was that not disturbed? No, no, that was Simon and Garfunkel. Who's that? Oh, um, they're cousins with Hollow Notes. And they didn't. They covered disturbed song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bastards. I got this. Pretty good. Oh, John Williams. Of course, this. Yeah, that's that's useful. During when there's like weird downtime, you can play the, the Jeopardy. That's the old record scratch. So whenever I'm like, you know, the state is an, Ill- an illegitimate authority figure that. <laughs> There's an and there's an illegitimate authority figure that utilizes using violence upon peaceful people in order to enact authoritarian. <laughs> then you go, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. There's this one. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> I just like that one. That shit's expensive, man. Shame. Shame. Game of Thrones. That's a good one. Shame. <laughs> people need to be people need to be shamed, I think. They do. People are just <laughs> That's a fucking sweet tuba. <laughs> Chuck will really get a kick out of that one. Trust me. If you want to elicit the Chuck giggle. Yeah. But yeah, I downloaded a bunch of new sounds. I'm pretty excited to to debut them at their proper times. Make them work. Put yeah. them to work. But um, fuck, what were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about coming out against murder. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, the level of vitriol. That I've been receiving in my inbox ever since coming out against murder 
Slavery I mean, wasn't as bad. I can only imagine. I mean, you, you've probably been having to block people, I assume, unless you're really brave and you're not blocking them. <sighs> the only time I block people is if they unfriend me, then I block them. So you're really so, so brave. I'm, dude, the bravery is off the charts. It is. You're, you're like... You're like almost an honorary person of color at this point. <laughs> I mean, if only. <laughs> I, if I could just call myself a person of color. I mean, that's really all I want. I, okay, I, here's, here's, my, here's my new shtick. Oh, God. One of them is, is that I'm now, I've, I've decided that I'm going to come out as I now identify as a black gay woman a black lesbian woman Hmm. and i am gonna just insist that everyone treat me as though i was a black lesbian female can we give you a really stereotypical black female name lawanda lawanda shaquanda lawanda but it's spelled j-u-a-n oh because it's kind of like john Juan. yeah because juan is john oh this is great this is fantastic. La Wanda. I actually do sometimes. Some people do call me Juan. That's legit. Yeah, I had a, a friend from Ecuador. More people call me Juan than they do Johnny. <laughs> I've I, never called you Johnny. A few people do call me Johnny. A few people from high school. I'm, I'm fine with it. As long as you put the H in there. That's fine. I've never called you Johnny. But I'm kind of Johnny. Josh Lake calls me Johnny sometimes. When he's doing that. When he's acting like Kramer. And so he's like saying Jerry, you know Jerry Johnny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those things. But uh, we should get him on here sometime. He'd be kind of fun. I like him. He ain't killing. Got it. a great beard. He's a funny guy. He's he's always been Cute funny. Blouse. Cute blouse. <laughs> that was a fun fun night. <laughs> was it me, you, in New York? Went that to was the- that would have been June of two thousand and twelve. Yeah, when that was. We just stood and outside. We stood outside cigarettes. at three o'clock in the morning, and every guy that walked by, we Josh said, "Cute, cute blouse." In his Metal Gear, like his, because he, he dresses like sort of a metal guy. At least he used to. I don't know. Last, yeah. last two times I've seen him, he's, he's got the pier- the piercings and the the hoodie and big the, beard. Yeah, and he would put the, put the on a, a little bit of a stereotypical gay affectation. Cute blouse. Cute blouse. Like your shoes. And people, some every now and then, some would turn like they wanted to get get some hands. Oh, they didn't want none of that. <laughs> they, they didn't want none of Joshy. They didn't want all of like you and <laughs> all, all, you standing there. It was probably more of a deterrent than him. I guess I could be intimidating if I wanted to be, but I'm just a big teddy bear. The only thing is anti murder, anti pedophilia. That's a big one. I haven't come out against pedophilia yet. Anti-slavery. Anti-slavery. Anti-rape. I was on the fence about that one for a long time, but I think I'm against it now. Um, well, it just depends on if there's consent. Pro-vape. Depen- it just depends on if the consent is in writing. I mean, are all states two-party consent states when it comes to sex? <laughs> I mean... Cons- <laughs> consent comes in very, very it's a, there's a lot of gray area when it comes to yes or no that's kind of a telemarketing joke that I just told <laughs> there's uh, two party consent states for for recording somebody 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so whenever you're doing telemarketing, you have to tell some some places that you're recording them for their protection. <laughs> Does the thing just pop up on the screen automatically? Yeah, it's, it just uh, it has stuff highlighted. It says right, you, uh, I have to read this for your protection. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And you just speak in kind of a kind of a tough Southern accent if you're calling on behalf of the police, the fraternal order of the police. I would just talk exactly like I do now, a little bit faster. But you sound like you could be a cop. Yeah, definitely. I definitely sound like I could be a cop. That's the trick. You want to sound like you're actually a cop. That's what they do whenever they call. Yeah. But they they're not allowed to say that they're cops, especially if they're not cops. Calling on behalf of the West Virginia Troopers Association. Well, must be. This feels like uh, um, just want to remind you during this holiday season that uh, um, to please do not drink and drive. Drink like a fish if you want to. But whatever you do, don't get behind the wheel. We will catch you, <laughs> and we will make your life a living hell. Oh yeah, uh, you couldn't say we either. You couldn't say we, us, or our. But people did it anyway. They did, and then they would, <laughs> they would get in trouble for it. I think you were allowed three. You get caught three times misrepresenting yourself like that, then you got fired. I I did a telemarketing gig there for maybe six or seven months. Man, you can pretty much get away with murder. Yeah. What did, what did you do? Did you do surveys or? Um, I was. It started out. I was selling long distance, like a long distance upgrade. God, that for, sounds like it could have been five hundred years ago. For S- selling long distance, yeah, for SBC Telecom to people in California. So I call them and say, "It's like, would you like to, you know, would you like to save save on your long distance service? We want to switch. We want to help you save money on our long distance service by switching to this a five cent a minute flat rate. We've got different rates. Or if you if you're calling more than talking more than two hours per week for your long distance we've got some better plans where you can get actually ten dollars a you know ten dollars a week plus three cents a minute or you know we have all these different ones but the easiest one is the five cents a minute flat rate and that's a lot less than what you're paying now am i right yes you're right then but at that point they've already hung up on me (laughs) because i wasn't very good at it i was pretty good man if i can imagine you were yeah be good at it but um, I also just didn't. I wasn't motivated. I didn't care. There wasn't. There wasn't really an incentive unless you were really good. Like the top two or three people got some bonuses, and everyone else was. You're just I getting was, an hourly minimum wage or whatever it was. I was getting. Um, they started us off at eight fifty an hour, and then within two months of working there, they bumped everybody up to ten dollars an hour. And the people that were already making ten dollars an hour were pissed. And then I started getting a dollar raise a month. They're fifty cents a month. And the, for the last couple months, I worked at this place as ICT or was it ICT Morgantown or whatever it was. Is that there were you were you were taking calls, so it was just so like you, calling you. you would just sit there for hours and not get a call. You, I'd sit there for a whole shift and not get a call. Tremendous. And if you if you did get a call, it would just be like click. And that was back whenever click. That was back before smartphones, so you had to bring a magazine or. Uh, I would, I, yeah, I would do my. I would just like bring my textbooks or whatever homework. and study because I was in college. God damn, I couldn't imagine. I mean, I love having it was an easy brutal. job. An easy job. Well, was that, great. no, it wasn't though. It was actually like that's when I had to quit because it was like I can't just sit in this cubicle. You know what I mean? It's like because you have to be poised and ready to take the call. 
and you don't know when or if it's going to come. You see your beep. And you're like, hello, this is John with Bloomberg. Yeah, and you could sit for 15 minutes with, and not get a call. You could sit for your whole shift and not get oh a call. Oh, my God. But you have to be ready to take the call. That was worse than just take than just cold call and call after call after call, where at least you're getting into a rhythm. Like, okay, he hung up. I mean, next guy, okay, he hung up on me. And you're just kind of getting into this blah, 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 this kind of like half-ass rhythm thing that you do. Oh, yeah, I did. I had a great time when... I'd call people during dinner time. I'm like, I'm eating dinner. Oh, great. So you're not going anywhere. Well, while I got you, let me just tell you that the West Virginia Troopers Association is conducting their annual fun drive. What they're wanting to do is uh, help with the Shop with a Cop program. You, your donations will go to help buy toys for unfortunate children all around the state of West Virginia. And uh, their top donation level this year are 55, 35, and 25. You want me to put you down for the 25? Would you rather go be the hero for all those kids out there and go for the gold at 55? Can I do both? You can do whatever you want. I can put it in there for a hundred if you'd like. Let me think about it. Can, can you call me back tomorrow? Tell you what I'll do. I'll just put you down for for the twenty five, the 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 bronze level, and that way, whenever you receive your uh, packet in the mail, if you want to go for the gold or the silver, that'd be great. But if not, that twenty five goes a long way to help out. Now, you're still over at one two three Pleasant Street. Is that correct? What are you wearing? I'm wearing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did get those a lot, of stuff, and, I, and I would just. Uh, oh, I, I remember! I remember getting. A, I remember a guy like just putting down the phone while he was fucking his girl, and just like let let me listen. Well, I'm not allowed to hang up on you. So. Yeah, it was just like get it. I was just like get it. I was like, Fuck yeah! <laughs> she, she, she seems like she, she. I mean, she might be faking it, but I can't tell from here from this angle. I uh, yeah I. I for a long time, I actually liked that job, especially because you could, in telemarketing, you can make your own schedule. And yeah, I would just work four hours at a time, six and, days a week. And the work's there. Yeah. They it's never, there. The only thing uh, was you had to work eight hours on the weekend. And that was my, and I remember that was, a, that was back when W was in office. And there was all this, you know, that, that, used to be, that was back when everyone still had their goddamn landlines. And everybody, and it was a fucking telemarketing epidemic that this yeah. country was going through where you get a call. You know, well, that's some, when they called people, the, the uh, start of the national no call list. Yeah, and then W was behind that. He was actually put some regulations on this shit to, to kind of curtail it and be like, look, you know, he actually did some shit to try to, and, and it, it actually really hurt uh, the, the company that I worked for. But I remember at, this, at that time, I was like, I was kind of making the argument for it. I was like, yeah, but I, kn- I know these people that work at these places, and they're not fucking capable of doing anything else. It's either this this fucking crackhead or this diabetic motherfucker. They can't do anything else. They literally can't do anything else, but they can do this. Then they're good at it. A and lot they of can, them are very good at it. And it might be a huge, annoying inconvenience for you to have to pick up the phone and hang it up every so often because they're calling you, but that's providing these do-less... Otherwise unemployable motherfuckers. I mean, an eight dollar an hour job. A lot of the guys that I worked with were um drug dealers and they had to have a, a job so they it looked like why are they, why are they driving around in in a nice car and why are they bringing in a new TV and all this shit? They, they had to have something to cover, you know. That, what the thing that would happen at our place a lot is people because they had to pay you. They were legally required to pay you for the training. Yeah. But it was minimum wage, which at the time was like five or something dollars an hour. So you have guys just show up for the training and then just not never show up for the first day of work and just get the check for the training. 
<laughs> You'd have a lot of people do that. I had a few few people do that. All I, you I, used to, do, I used to run the training class uh, in Morgantown. That was fun. I forgot that I did that. Um, and when I moved down to Charleston, half of the people that I worked with were in the halfway house that was in Charleston. So they were prisoners. Yeah, otherwise unemployable motherfuckers. Yeah. Had a, had a paying job. All of them really nice. I, li- I liked them pretty well. That's the thing. It's like there's there's always a you know two sides of the story. One of the guys I worked with in uh, Morgantown was a registered sex offender. His his wife's sister said he raped her. He said he didn't. He said he just fucked her. And then she got caught or she admitted that Right, she's covering and her. And then she covered her, her ass. ass. And he swore up and down. He's still registered. I'm like, oh man, he was a nice guy. Wait a minute. So you're anti murder, but you don't believe women? No matter what, all the time? Oh god, I'm, I'm trying I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Um this is quite a quite a little pickle. But I just I just know here. I just know that most people that are anti murder also also unequivocally believe women no matter no matter what you believe them because quite a pickle there's something about having that vagina vortex yeah that makes your word unquestionable in a legal situation shit you know what that guy was a rapist Thank you. So brave. So brave. So brave. You 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 just increased your dating pool by ten percent. Nice. It's going to help out after coming there's out against. There's murder. at least ten percent more women are going, willing to have sex with you. I think now some people. I think some people actually are for murder, just because of all the great documentaries that it's have come out. I mean, I could make the case honestly. Like I'm batshit crazy left libertarian. I enough. really I really wanted to. Me and Chuck were actually talking about this. Texting, I want to hear you try to logically justify murder, not revenge. Not oh, I absolutely fucking can't. Okay, I want to save that for the the show tomorrow. Okay, so you don't want to show. Okay, yeah. you don't want to warm it you up. You can give me a like a. I give you okay. a synopsis. But I'll give I really, you an outline. I, and I the want, outline is yeah. the outline is, and I'll okay. So God damn it! I knew you'd have see, something for this. See, see, if you, <laughs> if you give me time to plan like that, I can think about it and, until. Oh, until you'll have before. a fucking PowerPoint presentation. I could. <laughs> That's like if I if I have time I can do shit. I, but um anyway, but no yeah um if you think if murder were legal right um it's not like I'm just gonna be like running around like ooh I'm just gonna slit this person's Would it throat be like because a eugenics it's fun. type thing like people that are worthless and useless. It's, it just becomes an issue of street justice. It becomes it becomes actually it becomes a you know I I think that it could be. More ideal than what we currently have. It's possible. I don't know. I'm not talking about self defense or no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about this motherfucker did something, right? I know he did something. Everybody up the holler knows that he did this something, but he's not going to get persecuted. He's not going to get arrested for it. There's not enough evidence to convict him, but we all know he fucking did it. Mm. And you kill that motherfucker, that, and this, you know, what I mean, and some old timers, some old. I'm talking about these fucking wrench swinging, fucking monkey dick having, fucking holler boys. Always got grease. Holler boys that ain't never done nothing to somebody that they didn't ask for. 
some hard hitting white nigga motherfuckers. Beer drinking. Beer, yeah, fucking natty light drinking, lawnmower fixing, <laughs> riding, riding lawnmower fixing. They, they have a car that they just work on all the time that you've never seen move. Yeah, they've, they're really, really good mechanics, but for some reason, there's always something wrong with they the riding lawnmower. They can't get that fucking S10 going. It's just. The riding lawn, once you get the riding lawnmower started, you got to leave it running, or else it's just it's a pain in the ass to get it restarted, even though they're fucking geniuses at it and they could easily fix it. They like to keep it kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those kind of guys that are fucking big and strong, and but they got like oddly huge forearms because they're all, they're just turning wrenches they, and shit. They've all at the time. least got a back injury or a knee injury, for some reason why they can't really work because they've legitimately got fucked up doing some shitty dangerous job. Now they're on opiates. Yeah, now they're on opiates and beer, but they're oh, but they have combo. a sense of justice. Yeah, and you don't want to fuck with their daughter or anything like that. And those motherfuckers could kill some people, but they're not going to kill you or me. Or they're not going to kill somebody. So they're kind of like redneck Batman. Yes, it's it's the Batman. It's it, it's the exactly Batman, 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 except instead of it being this, you know, spandex wearing billionaire like mythical thing, it's just human beings who have determined that this that justice needs to, that we need to stop this from happening again, and they decide that they're going to just fuck this fucker up. Mm, I like it. And also, it's just a thing too where it's like. You know, it's like, um, it's just a respect thing. It's like, I may not look, I, I don't look like a bad motherfucker. I, I don't try to be a bad motherfucker. I've never, you know, done anything like that. But it's like, if you disrespect me enough, I might fucking kill you. You know what I mean? Like, I could, like, anybody, I feel like anybody's capable of murder. I um, think so. And, um... If you live in a world where where anybody's p- theoretically capable of murder, and 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 a big portion of them are pretty tough motherfuckers, know how to choke somebody out, know know something about firearms and how to carry them, you're not just going to go around disrespecting people's family, friends, opinions. You're going to speak to them cordially. You're not going to give them a reason to murder you. So. I'm, I'm Give me get, one reason to murder you. This is becoming more of an outline, more than an outline. But you see where I'm going uh, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear it. And I can't wait to have Chuck react to it. Let me, yeah, let me um, let me think about it some more and sleep on, and I'll try to come. Tremendous. We're, we're recording on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday at noon. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember. I was change it three because he wanted to change. I, I t- we and Chuck were texting about it, and uh, and I said, I bet John could figure out a way to to to. I'm so. Well, to figure out a way well, you know, there's a, logically explain why, why murder well, is okay. Well, there's Simone de Beauvoir, the, the great French female existentialist, had a book called, or an essay or something, a, a work called The Ambiguity of Ethics. Where once you're smart enough, like once you understand like how to be a lawyer, basically, and how to, how to like look at things from different angles... You can you can argue you know the ambiguity of equi- of ethics. Anything can be ethical. You know anything can be ethical or unethical, just depending on your perspective. You can spin a story this way or that way to look at it differently, to make it sound good or bad. It's kind of the idea behind it. Um, and so, with that in mind, yeah, I mean, if murder were legal, it might not be as bad as people think. Okay, I can't wait. I can't wait so I'm willing, I'm willing to put forward I'm willing to put forward the the position not because I actually hold it but because I can do it I'm willing to play devil's advocate and be the lawyer mm-hmm. you know what I mean 
which actually, I don't know that I, maybe I do. It's something that I need to think about. I, I almost do think murder should be legal. I, <laughs> I actually think I might be able to take the position seriously. Oh, God, I can't wait. <laughs> You're going to come in here with a whiteboard with... I actually could, and and I can actually like I can I can explain things better. Like if I have if you have visual a grease board or a PowerPoint or something, yeah, because I'm a visual guy and I like to use my hands and I like to use charts and things like that. This Um, is exciting. So yeah, the the case for making murder legal. I love it. I love it. Um, fuck. What else do you want to talk about? Um. Uh, God damn it. How many pigs do you have now? <sighs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think 14. 14. 14 or 15. Not bad. Yeah, um, there's five little babies. They're like weaning age. They're free ranging with their mama now. They're little pieces of shit. Bub chases them all over the place and harasses them. They like they like kind of fight with him. I love it. And then I've got um, seven like meat pigs ranging anywhere from 150 to 300 pounds that I'm going to start. How much is the 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 uh, the boss way the big guy Russell? He I'm keeping him pretty lean. He's he's probably. He's between seven and eight hundred pounds, I'd say, but that's not really that big, honestly, for for he's a three year old boar. He's a big boy, though. Three, like a, a very full, sweet, a full size boar. Oh, he's so gentle, but like a full size breeding boar. Uh, I mean, oftentimes twelve hundred pounds. That's not that's not big for a boar. Mm. They just he get gets big. around pretty good too. I mean, what do you mean, like? Like, the only times I've seen him is he's he's pinned up, so he doesn't go fuck everything. Yeah, he's been pinned <laughs> up for a while, but I do um. I do let him free range when it's appropriate, when there's not a female around for him to impregnate. I like to see him run. I want to see him. I mean, yeah, he's he's capable of athleticism. He doesn't have to use it very often, but I like well, it. I saw him. There was a um. Somebody had that. Some fucker had had a pet pot belly pig, and I fucking hate people. That I, I wanted to say I hate the people, but I'm not a fan of pigs as pets. Let's put it that way. Who, uh, Somebody had a pot belly pig, an intact male, a male with balls, just fucking, and they couldn't keep it pinned up or whatever, and they weren't taking good enough care of it, so it wanted to run away, apparently. If a pig wants to run away from you, you're doing it wrong. Um, but anyway, this pig came onto my property and was trying to fuck my bitches. We're talking about, <laughs> talking about a pig impregnating my stock and ruining my breeding stock. Because a half pot belly, half meat pig, I don't want that shit. I don't want to raise half pot belly pigs and try to make money off the meat. It's going to be fatty. It's going to be, they're going to be small. They're going to grow slow. He's going to spread his taint all over my fucking meat pigs and stink up my meat. And these people just let their, you know, let their pig, you know, run on my property. But anyway, he, this little pot belly pig is coming around and uh, Russell fucked him up. He got into the pen with him trying to get at one of the girls. Russell was in there and he's got tusks and he, he fucking cut him up. I mean, he can he can fucking you don't want none of that smoke. You wouldn't think it. You know, he's so gentle and like almost sloth like the way he moves. He's really nice. slow and just gentle, and he, he's never been aggressive at all towards a person. But that fucking other male came around, man, and he was just like he was a fucking linebacker. He sprinted and fucking flipped that thing. And there's also that story where 
these a pack of a pack of um, shitty dogs was attacking my piglets. No. Yeah, and they were all hurled up under under Telltale under the sow. They were like all the piglets were up under, the, and the dogs were coming in the electric fence, like shocking themselves and coming in and going for the piglets. And Russell stepped up. Oh, and fucking shit. fucking dog dog would come at him like barking and being ferocious, and he just put his nose down and like and put the nose under the body of the dog and flip the dog. That's hilarious. Talking about like two backflips, and then another dog would step up from the other angle. He'd walk over and flip that dog. We're talking about he just just step step walk up to him, <laughs> getting that work, getting that smoke, getting them tusks, son, fucking. I'd like to see that. I'd, I'd like to. It was. It was. It was a magical. I mean, it was like one of those times where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm doing something right." The animals are taking care of themselves. I'm not. I'm not doing this. Like they're taking care of themselves. Yeah, we just have a, a band of a roving band of strays that run around. Yeah, for a while the there, there, it happens sometimes. Like for a while there, there was this old Vietnam vet dude. <clears throat> yeah, he's pretty pretty neat guy, but he's not. Did that, you thank him for his service every time you saw him? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I think that he was, <laughs> he was like for years and years, he would like just feed dogs and just keep giving them enough to stay alive. And they would just free range everywhere and get into these packs and become almost like, almost like a pack of wild dogs. Not at all like threatening to humans, but go around and terrorize people's chickens and just run around and do dog shit. And that was something that happened. And um, I think every couple of years it would it would be a problem for all the local farmers and homesteaders because they would come and eat their chickens and do fucked up shit, and then somebody would have to thin would have to thin that dog pack. Oh shit! That's got to be. I mean, I know it's. And I was actually, I've actually am one of those people that had to thin that dog. Was pack. that rough? No. Okay, it's not your I mean, dog. I mean, they're it's, essentially it's just, coyotes it's just, by then. It, by then, no, no, they're. I mean, they were dogs, just like. Just like our dogs are, um, but that's not the point. The point is, um, if so, if someone if someone comes into your house and tries to kill you, there's a price. You're not you're paid. not going to like. Let me make a phone call and see if I can take care of this problem. No, you're fucking. You're. I'm putting a hole in your heart. You come into my house and, and pull a knife on me. I will put a fucking hole in your heart. I won't think twice about it, and I won't feel bad about it. Likewise, if you're a dog and you come and attack my, uh, try to kill my livestock one day, come back the next day and try to kill more of them, I'm not going to make a phone call before I uh, before I hit you with that double lot buck. You're going down. Hmm. Um, And it's not like if I know the dog, if it's like one dog, and I know who it belongs to. I'm not. You know what I mean? If there's if there's a uh, a uh, a, problem, dip- a, dip- a diplomatic it. solution to the problem. I will go that route. But when you have a pack of wild dogs and you step up to try to run them off, and a fucking and a fucking hundred and fifty pound dog comes at you, oh Jesus! Starts showing you aggression on your property. Dog that big after was killing Saint Bernard. It was a mutt. Oh God damn! I don't know what it was, but it it got it, it got the double lot buck. You imagine a pack of wild golden retrievers just going around. I mean, I mean that shit. Their bellies rubbed. That shit happens. I mean, when dogs get into packs like that, I mean they they change, man. They go back to. I mean, wolf like they come into your house and they're still a dog, but when they're in that pack, they're capable of great destruction. I mean, it's 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 a. 
you know, and, and it's a scary thing. I mean, I remember uh, I saw some news footage after Katrina. Um, the not, a lot of dogs just didn't escape, and they'd be um, just running loose. And a lot of people had pit bulls around New Orleans, so there was roving bands of pit bulls. Yeah, going on the outskirts. That's not okay. On the outskirts of town, killing cows. Here's the way I look at it. Here's here's like my animal ethics here when it comes to dogs. <clears throat> like with Trappy or Bub or any animal that I own. That animal, if it's my pro- it's my property, right? It's my private property. I can do what I want with it. It's also my personal responsibility what that property does to someone else or someone else's property. If I have a dog and it's like, you know what I mean? And it's like sticking its nose in somebody's butthole and doing something. It's like, what if I had a human roommate and the human roommate was just going up to a guest and sticking his nose <laughs> up their butthole and licking their butthole? I told you. Would that be acceptable? That. <laughs> Would that be okay? Okay, well, this dog is me. Bub is me. He's an extension. He is an extension of who I am. Is the way This is just the way I look at this. my personal view. He is an extension of me. And not only that, he's a fucking wolf he's a he's he's a weapon he he's not aggressive or dangerous at all but he is physically capable of killing somebody he's a big old boy and i'm responsible for that yeah so i have to have the utmost control over that and it's not like sometimes things don't slip up and like before we walk on the trail, like he gets in people's personal space, and I, you know, so he's not going to hurt anybody. But I don't like it. You know, I, I, I try to cur- curtail it. That's not the same thing as, um, an animal that is that is a weapon that's been weaponized and is killing someone's livestock or threatening them physically. That's not something you know that would be okay if I just, let's put it this way: if I had a if I had a fucking rifle that had two legs on it. And I just went around pointing itself at people and shooting up in the air randomly and be like, hey, look at me. Pow, pow, pow. And just like pointing at people. And I programmed it to do that shit. That's not cool. That's on me. I want to see an artist rendering of a rifle with two legs walking around. That's what, that's the way I look at some of these dogs. And I'm not, you know, I, I like pit bulls. I, I, I love them. Everyone they're, I've ever been around has been great. Yeah, they're sweet dogs. I, them, I'm not trying to villainize any 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 animal. I'm just saying that you have to take personal responsibility for this thing. If if it's your property, it's on you, and it is a dangerous weapon. And if you don't, you have to care enough and take responsibility enough to train that animal and to and to curtail its behavior enough so that it's not threatening other people or animals. And that's just my personal view. I don't. I agree, actually. It's it's an extension of you. Your dog is an extension of you. And if, you're, and if you've got this shitty, like, uh, fucking, I don't know, say you've got a shitty fucking um, German, German Shepherd, and every time someone comes comes near you, it's just like jumping on people and scratching them and like clawing them, and you're just like, ha, 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 no, he's fine. He's fine. And the other person's like really uncomfortable and scared and getting scratched up and getting their clothes ruined. And they're like, actually, no, this isn't fine. You need to get your fucking face caved in. You're like, you're just a piece of shit. <laughs> Control your fucking dog. Like, you're you're scared. You know what I mean? Like, you're threatening this person just because. And that goes into my whole thing. Um, I could go into my shtick about how um, the anthropomorphism of animals is destroying. It's just destroying the world. Is becoming a huge problem. 
You want to save that whole shtick for the? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have. The, you want to get it sorted out? Yeah, I don't have the bones for it to really say. But no, I'm you working. got homework to do. I'm working on it. That's the thing, man. This this people think this philosophy gig is, uh, you know, like just like playing golf or something. You got to. It takes work to come up with these thoughts. Sometimes. I wouldn't know. I don't really have a lot of thoughts. You no, you got to chew on you. You got to. It's it's like doing a math problem. It's like solving a math problem because it's not like you're just saying stuff. It's like. It has to be st- structured in a logical way, or else it's a it's a piece of shit argument. But m- most most people don't know the difference. But I do. Most people don't. I it's kind of like with my music. It's like most people don't know the difference between the music I make and a lot of other shitty music. To them, it's all just noise. But I know the difference. I do too. I know. Uh, um, disturbed. Yeah. Amazing. I can't Simon believe who is Simon and who? Simon and Schuster. They ripped Simon and Simon. They ripped off Disturbed song. I think so. That's that's what I think. Did you report it? I remember uh, intellectual property. You should report that shit. There's probably like a little icon you can click on. And you can report anything that you don't like or agree with. You can just <laughs> report it to the to the big tech companies. Yeah, you can report it, and then they'll uh, they'll take it down. That's what I'm doing on Facebook now. Anytime someone says anything that I remotely disagree with or don't like, I I click on the post and I report it as hate speech. Do you really? <laughs> Have you? <laughs> I've I've been doing it to one. I've been doing it to one person, um, who unfriended me because he uh, he, he has his page is set to. Uh, they said to public, so I, every now and then I go on his page and report some of the things he says as hate speech. <laughs> Just because. Is it the one guy from last week or No, this is this is a couple months ago. <laughs> I did I reported somebody just to see if anything happened. He's he, is they, it, they said they want they wanted somebody to assassinate Donald Trump. I was like, I don't know, man. Let's see let's see what this does. Nothing. The the post is still up there and everything. Oh no, but it but if enough people do it. Um but anyway, um no, this is like one of those cases where it's like I, I'm I'm like really giddy about when I see this person in real life because at some point we're gonna bu- we're gonna bump into each other again in real life and I'm just gonna be like, oh, such as you know Jim Smith. That's not his name. <laughs> Jim Smith, that fucking coward. Hey, hi, hi blah, blah, blah. I just want I just can't wait to just just make his day awkward in real life. It's like oh, so so you, you I see. So now we're now we're face to face in real life. What are you gonna do now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're my fr- oh! I see. You want to be my friend oh, we're now? Friends now. Now we're friends. Aww. Now you're now you're now you're wanting to treat me like a real human being. I see. But inside, you're all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all like, I'm in your face now. <laughs> or would it be more like? Yeah, or <laughs> USC theme or something. It's like Ooh, I should get a USC. So, something that indicates a fight. Finish him. You know, uh, but yeah, psycho theme. It's pretty great. Very unnerving. Yeah, it's very well recorded. Anyway, you got anything else you want to run your mouth about? We've done about an hour. Nah, I'm good. What song should we go out on?
I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. I don't know about that. Hmm. You asked. <laughs> don't just ask me and it's then shoot down my It's not that I don't value idea. your opinion. Let's go out on some Bowie. From 1971, we're on WPFR. It's Oh You Pretty Thing. This is a good album. Yeah, it's a great album. Hunky Dory. You're the one that told me to download it. It's the only David Bowie album I give a shit about, honestly. As, as an album. As a full album. As an album. He's got a lot of great songs. Oh, yeah. Put on some clothes, but this, I mean, I know we're ending the, ending the show, but you told me to download this. I fucking love it. The whole album's great. It all sort of has this type of vibe, too. And it sounds like a Beatles album. It does. He was like he was like 13 years old when he came out or something. <laughs> I mean, he was young. I don't know. I think he might have been. It's 71. But, oh, it's just so good. And there's not a lot going on either until it gets to like the chorus. Oh, then it all comes in. Yeah. Oh, it comes in. It's got the McCartney bass. And, yeah. Anyway, you guys listen to it. I love it. Faggots. I mean. Where the books were found by the golden ones Written in vain, written in all By a puzzle man who questioned What we were here for All the strangers came today And it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, you pretty things Don't you know your job And your job is unrobbing See their faces in golden rays Don't kid yourself, they belong to you They're the start of the coming race The others are bitch, we finished our news Homo sapiens have outgrown their use All the strangers came today And it looks as though they 